two dudes ringing in the new year. This is the Max Level Podcast. Welcome home. For the uninitiated, Max Level is a weekly breakfast powwow brought to you by RPGera.com. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me on the show this morning, host of Pia Files every single Friday, it is Kyle. Happy New Year to you, Brian. Yes, it is 2022, and we have a lot to do. Kind of right. Well, hey, okay, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> We got a lot of fun stuff planned for the episode today. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty enjoyable. This is always a fun episode. It. it really is. Special shout out to Acom's Laser for a majority of the music that you'll hear today during the show. Go check them out wherever you can find music and people, including YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You won't be disappointed. Remember, we are on Patreon now. You can check us out over at patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing. If you feel inclined to pledge, that would be awesome. Shout out to our current executive producers, Severin, Jexax, and Zanku. Your continued support means the world. Thank you so much. And do we have anything else? Oh, yeah, I guess. Do we? Go leave us a rating and a review. We don't oh, usually yeah, do mention that on the sure. show. We don't mention that a lot on the show, but uh, go leave us a, a rating. Do we mention it on the show? I don't even remember. It's not in the script, really. I know I mentioned it a lot on BG Mania. Go mention, uh, or, or go leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you've not yet done so for Max Level. That would be great. But like I said, we have a pretty different lineup for the first episode of 2022. Much like we always do at the beginning of each year, we are not going to have what's new with you on the episode this week. We won't have the Sean Waltman lightning round like we haven't for the past few weeks because news at this time of year is pretty light. The new release roulette is missing because there's nothing new coming out this week. I do think that'll be back next week. Uh, I, I think the games start releasing again come next week, so we'll have the new release roulette back then. It'll also be back on our YouTube channel as well. What about it's a Kickstarter? Nothing on Kickstarter either, man. All right, so it's time for the PP already, huh? I, t- I found uh, ET 2022 on Kickstarter, oh, which looks like a joke project created in Game Maker Studio. It's got a dollar pledged right now. It's probably all it'll get. Sick. <laughs> All right, so, so the show's over then. So yeah, show's over. Time for the PP. We'll get out of here. No, I'm just All kidding. Right. <laughs> We're actually going to replace everything this week with some fun segments that we typically do at the beginning of the year. We will be going over our results from the game challenge last year and making our numbers for this year. We'll go over our resolutions from last year, make some resolutions for 2022. Kyle and I have very different opinions on Nintendo, so we're going to segment that into its own section and talk about Nintendo this year, which should be fun. And then, of course, we'll make our crystal ball predictions for this year, as well as go over last year's results. So it should be still a a pretty fun show, pretty decent-sized length show. Let's not waste any time. We've got something that we do often here. And that is finish games. At least we try to. We try to at the very least, don't we? I, I won't say I won't say that we get to that often if you look at my number from last year. But one thing that we strive to do here at RPG Era is finish a lot of games every single year. And to be accountable for that, we do the game challenge. The game challenge is something simple. If you do want to participate with us, we keep track in our Discord server under the game challenge thread. And there's only a few rules. It has to be a game where you can roll the credits. It can't be a game where credits don't exist or a game that can't be unfinishable. So it does have to have some sort of narrative campaign or some way to reach the end credits, more or less. Uh, 
we can't count expansions for the most part because the story is generally the same. Now, there are times where a, a lengthy expansion will release for a game that has a completely different storyline and a completely different set of credits. I'm actually thinking currently of the expansion that came out for, and it took like 10 years to come out, but that's because this expansion was announced when the, the remastered version of the game was announced. Kingdoms of Amalore. Oh, sure. They brought back the, the re-reckoning edition and then, you know, they announced a brand new expansion to go along with it. And it tells like a new story and everything. I would consider counting that expansion. Well, and and I we we consider them on a game to game to game basis also. Yes, shov- uh, everything shovel is Knight, situational. Everything the Shovel is Knight DLCs as those came out were basically new games. They were new campaigns that came out next to the game so we counted each of the shovel knight dlcs um i would count those for sure yeah because they all had individual unique campaigns and credits yeah all all four of those i would count as individual games um i think we did for all of the one time for dan when he completed all of the new campaign content for destiny 2 there was i mean multiple multiple hours of content there and he did get a credit roll at the end so i think we counted that at one point i think we did too i know frank was asking about the I think it was the War for Wakanda expansion for. I don't know. Uh, he Marvel's he like Marvel's downloaded Avengers. a player off of FIFA or something and wanted it counted. <laughs> Typical Frank, just trying to figure out ways to. No, I'm just kidding. I I I I don't. I, and I will say I've not played much of Marvel's Avengers outside of the like the main missions that they give you. Right. Even then, I didn't make it that far into the game. But I don't think their expansion content is something that I would count from what I was, I've seen from Yeah, it I so wouldn't far. either. It's campaign content leaked, linked to a character and probably not substantially long enough to count. Probably no credit roll at the end of it. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't count it either. But that's generally generally the only rule that we have for for this you and know, no don't no really... repeating games within a year either right right no yeah. obviously no finishing the same games within one year but finishing the same game that you've already finished before there's nothing wrong with that right and i think i might go back and play metroid dread again this year i might go back and play there's a couple games i might replay this year it takes two so i'm sure sean will replay link to the past this year he already did he woke up right at midnight january 1st started it again it's a new year it's a new link to the past baby (laughs) time for a new save file (laughs) so before we get into our uh our numbers and our goals for for video games in 2022 in terms of finishing them i did invite everybody on discord to participate with us once again this year and asked everybody what their goal was going to be going into 2022, so that way we could mention it on air for accountability. So Frank did say that he would participate again this year. He's going to shoot for 12 games, one per month. Uh, he did 11 last year, so he's upping it by one and, and trying to average it out as one per month, which I think for him is is a decent number. I, I actually I so, was yeah. surprised he got back into gaming like he did last year because he took a decent amount of of time for a break there for a while so 12 per year one a month that's i think that, i think that's a really good goal for anybody yeah yeah i think that's a good goal visual t is coming in to crush it once again this year he said he's gonna set his at 50 so 50 completions and 30 platinums 
that's his uh, bananas. That's his plan. But good for him, man. That's his plan. He finished 41 completions last year, and I want to say a shitload of platinums too. Platinum and credit roll to follow. Okay, so that was for Spider Man. I know he recently just put in his like platinum count not that long ago. I'm trying to find it. Credit roll number 40 was Far Cry. Let's see. Because he finished a lot of games, but he also got platinum number 40 total. Oh, yeah. Okay, because he's at platinum 40 and credit roll 39 was Bubsy back in November. So is he trying to do... We'll have to clarify. Is he trying to do... Yeah, I don't know. ...unique platinums this year? That's Damn. If so, I was thinking he was trying to raise his number to 30, but he's already at 40. Okay. So... <laughs> This guy, man. Yeah, he uh, he came in and started crushing it over the year. Him and Sev are, are friends, and they like to compete trying to uh, finish the most games, and I, I think it's safe to say he won last year. So, <laughs> What a guy. What These a guy. Two, man. What a guy. Uh, Bedroth came in and said he would just like to find time to play more games. He's going to shoot for 10, and that's playing 10, not necessarily finishing 10. Right. But he's going to he's gonna try to make an effort to do something this year as well. Uh, let's see. Who else came in and chimed in besides me and you? Sev, of course, is going to go with 50 completions and zero platinums after uh, saying that he really doesn't want to play this year. <laughs> it's It's so funny. <laughs> So he's going to come in and, and try to match Visualty this year once again. Uh, Zanku is not pledging to any... Sp- oh, 25. There it is. He's setting his goal at 25 this year and is already off to a good start because he finished Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, yesterday, which is nice. Frank actually off to a good start as well. Finished uh, the second Monument Valley that released on, on mobile devices. Those are so fun. So Yeah, they're not bad games. They're not bad. And then Jexax came in and said what? He's going to set his goal at 15 this year. 15 games. Again, not a bad goal. Not bad. Not too shabby. I think anybody would be happy to finish 15 games in a year. Yeah, absolutely. And he's working on It Takes Two right now with his wife. So there you go. You just mentioned replaying that soon. Yeah, and I think I'm going to. I th- Like I said, Lindsay and I will switch controllers. I'll be the wife. She'll be the husband. Man, what a good game. Yeah, I still need to find time. Maybe to I'll replay it, it with you. Man, yeah, maybe. I could be the wife. Well, you've already were the wife. Yeah, the you husband. can be the husband. <laughs> I was say I have the hair, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Dan, we still need to hear from. He didn't uh, He didn't pledge anything this year. Just was uh, making comments about the short jokes we made yesterday. Sean, of course, MIA, so we don't know if he's planning on participating in the game challenge this year. I'd like to think he's probably not. So, right now... We just have myself and Kyle left. We haven't heard from anybody else. Kyle, I know for a fact you did play more games than you said you would last year. So how did your 2021 go? Okay, so my game challenge for 2021 was as follows. I was going to play and beat 30 games with at least half of them from 2021. So at least a 50% ratio of new games to you know, not not retro games necessarily, but games from years past that I had either missed or were going to replay. I didn't do a ton of replaying this year. I did replay, I think, one or two games I went back and, and played through again. But I think I met that goal. I, I What was my final count, Brian? 35? 35. 35, and I think at least 15 of them had to have been new games, games of 2021. Uh, I can definitely tell you that because i keep track of all of our 
games that we finish as we do them. So I'm actually pulling that up now. And I'm actually considering keeping track of of everybody's lists that's participating this year. As opposed to just myself, you, Sean, and D- and Frank and Dan. Like, those right. are the ones that I was keeping track of for the most part. But I actually might keep track of Visualty and Seb and everybody else's here, too. Yeah, why not? So, it, it was 15 new games, right? Right. I think I had 30 games total, 15 of them new. All right. Let's see if you did this. We'll have to we'll have to think as we go to see if these actually released in 2021. I'm almost positive I did. I I didn't replay a ton of games this year. I think you did too, but there's a few on here that I can't remember exactly when they came out. So I'm double checking as we go. So your first game was Carto and that came out in 2020. I couldn't remember if that, right, was, that was an older or 2021. One. Yep. So you, your first game was Carto. Your second one was Gato Roboto, which was older. Older. And then was Call of the Sea, was number three. That was a newer one. I think that actually came out in December of 2020. Oh, did it? It did. Ah, okay. December 8th of 2020. Shucks. Okay. Cyber Shadow was your first new one of 2020. There's the new one. Okay. Control, which is older. Older. Little Nightmares, which older. is older. Crap. The, me- the Medium, which new. was new. Of that was February. Yep. Little Wood, which I also think was new. Well... Yes, that was new. I bought that the day it came I, out I on the Switch. I remember it was new. It was on the Switch. Yeah, damn. I think we're going to have to go with it because of the Switch. It came out in 2020 on PC, but... I think that might have been early access on PC. Yeah, prob- probably. I think we'll go with it because it was the console release. Life is Strange 2, which was older. Older. McQuette, which was the McQuette day was release. was new. Yeah, that was a PlayStation Plus game. Yep. Uh, Narita Boy, which was new. New. Super Mario Sunshine, which old. was old. Lost Words Beyond the Page, new. which was old. Actually, no, it was old. Oh, yeah, that was an Apple Arcade game. You're right. Yeah. It Takes Two, which was new. New. New Pokemon Snap, which was new. New. Uh, Resident Evil Village, which was new. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which was new. Beasts of Maravilla Island, which was new. The Kind Chamomile, which was new. Mario Golf Super Rush, which was new. You went on a new stretch. <laughs> yeah, I think from from here to the end is mostly from, new games. From there on, it's all new games, yeah. So I don't need to keep saying it. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush, Death's Door, Axiom Verge 2, 12 Minutes, Raji, which actually wasn't new. That one wasn't. But, yeah. Last Stop, The Artful Escape, Psychonauts 2, Sable, Diablo 2 Resurrected, Metroid Dread, Unpacking, Inscription, The Gunk, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, and Life is Strange True Colors. That's your 35 for 2020. Yeah, at at least half of those are are new games. Most of them are. Yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26 total new games. All right, I'll take it. you you, You actually only finished nine older games last year. Not bad. Not bad. And kind of surprising. I thought you would actually uh, finish a few more older games or, or games prior. You know, you the, did not. most of the older ones that I finished are games that popped up on Game Pass that I hadn't played before. So unless I, I like I didn't pick up a ton of older games, I wasn't like bargain bin fishing on like the Steam sales or anything like that this year. So there was very few. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't go back and play a ton. That's OK, though. That's okay. What's your goal for uh, 2022 in terms of finishing games? So this is my, that was my second year doing 30 games to finish. 
I still feel like that's a good number for me because I want a number that is reasonably achievable. I don't want to, you know, just because I beat 30 last year doesn't mean I can beat 30 this year or any year. But that seems to be the number that I hover around. It's a couple games a month and I can, you know, it makes time for short ones. It makes time for long ones. And and, and it seems to be a good number for me and my life. I'm sticking with 30, okay. 30, 30 games to beat. And I'm going to make at least 20 of them games from 2022. I think that I severely undershot the 15 because I don't go back and replay a huge amount of games. So at least 20 games from 2022, 30 games total beat. And I'm not going to make a goal for Platinums. I very rarely go in and Platinum games. Yeah, me neither. I used to try, but uh, not anymore. I just yeah. don't care. I, I don't even care about difficulty trophies anymore. It's a very rare thing for me. If I put a game on easy and don't pop the normal trophy at this point, it doesn't even bother me. That hasn't happened yet. But it wouldn't bother me if if that were the case. I just don't care anymore about trophies yeah, or I'd, achievements. I'll be honest. I don't know where to check the trophies even on my PlayStation. It's not something I look at. You don't even know how to get there. I don't even know. People keep talking about trophies. <laughs> somewhere. They're like, this one's a, a gold. And I'm like, oh, grats, I think. I don't know. That's funny. Well, I set my goal last year pretty high. Um that was because my goal for 2020, if you remember, was like astronomically high. It was. It was in the it was in the hundreds, and I actually came pretty close. I remember in in 2020, I finished a lot of small, random games, and you know, games that I had sitting on my backlog that I just never went back to. So that was a year of really trying to eliminate a majority of my backlog, which I did do. So that was a crazy year. And I remember there were some months and weeks where I was talking about like nine games at a time that I finished. Um, In 2021, I set my goal at 60 and thought that was pretty reasonable, you know, just averaging Mm -hmm. a couple a month, more than a couple, but less than 10 or shit, even less than eight per month, which which would have been nice. But I fell significantly short. Obviously, 2021 was not my year. I know a lot of people say that, but it really was a pretty bad year for me. We went through some some major changes, not only with RPG era. Obviously, we started the year with Level Down Games. So we went through some major changes, not only with our content, but in my personal life and my relationship. And everything that happened during the summer really did uh, throw me into a much bigger state of depression and despair and... I really wasn't into playing games. You remember from like probably I want to say June through September, yeah, early October. I really struggled to get games finished. I really struggled to get anything finished. I really struggled to to just want to play games, and that kind of subsided. And and obviously, I got back into gaming as the year kind of um, kind of came to a close, and and I started the year off strong, but. I only finished at 26 this year, so I didn't even hit half. I tried to hit half. I tried to push for 30 by the end of the year, as we talked about on the show last week, but I couldn't. I just couldn't finish anything within the week, and it was okay. You know, and luckily, this is just a silly challenge we do. You know, there's yeah. <laughs> there's no money yeah, it, attached it to it. It doesn't really matter. Like, no. it's not the big deal. Uh, this is actually the first year that I lost. I usually finish more games than anybody else, but you beat me this year. That means that I control RPG Era for the next year. Yep, so you'll be taking over hosting duties starting now. I'll sit here, and uh, I'm actually going to queue up my soundboard and just play stupid sounds the rest of the show. All right, everyone, welcome to the Mr. Cool Guy Show. <laughs> I'm your host. I'm actually... 
I'm looking at my list now, dude. I actually finished a uh, a pretty hefty, big list of games here. Like, pretty meaty games to start the year off, and then and then it got a little shorter as the year went on. Sure. <laughs> so going through my list, I have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Hades, Cyber Shadow, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Ease 9 Monstrum Knox, Maneater, Maquette, uh, it's, I have Disney's Lilo and Stitch Trouble in Paradise as a placeholder because Stitchy and Tukey Trouble was never added on to oh, yeah. this website that keeps track of the games. I don't know why that game is missing, but it is. So, um, I actually did finish Stitchy and Tukey Trouble on the Switch, which was fun. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, which was the rhythm based game. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139, Resident Evil Village, The Wild at Heart, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Space Jam A New Legacy The Game, that was like 30 minutes long, Death's Door, The Artful Escape, Tales of Arise, Haven, Genesis Noir, Inscription, Shikari A Colorful Tale, Archvale, The Gunk, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Man, you ended pretty strong too though. I did. I, yeah, like I said, I got back and I finished strong. Like, starting with Tales of Her, well, starting with Death's Door, I would yeah. say. Death's Door on, that was my stretch from, like, middle of October through the end of the year. So that was a pretty good stretch. Obviously, Resident Evil, Re- Resident Evil Village, I think I finished in, like, didn't it come out in May? And I want to say I finished it in May. So between May and October, I finished three games. The Wild at Heart, which was, like, eight hours. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which was, like, 12 and Space Jam, which was 30 minutes. Right. So there was there was a decent amount of months where I didn't do anything. Well, you did a lot of things. It was all just in MLB The Show. I guess that's true. That was the months I was putting all my time into MLB The Show. And you had to restart really a few times for getting concussions and, and that really did throw a wrench shoulders. into a lot of my, probably a lot of my goals of finishing games. I put hundreds of hours. I feel like I at least put over 150 hours, if not more than 200 hours into MLB The Show 21. I did restart multiple times. You're right. I once was because of an injury and I missed like half of a season and it completely fucked up my 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 strategy for that year. And once because I didn't like the position I was playing and wanted to try something new. Um, I really enjoyed the shit of MLB The Show this year. <laughs> I thought it was a great game. And I likely will be picking up. I hope 22's on Game Pass. I can't imagine it will be again. That would be crazy if they pulled that off two years in a row. You know what? For your challenge, I hope it's not. I hope it's not too. Just for uh, just for sake of completion. <laughs> just 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 because I think I would be less inclined to purchase it. I would be more inclined to jump in if it was free, less inclined to purchase a sports game. Like, that's my my thing with Madden. I don't buy Madden anymore. I just wait for Madden to get added to Game Pass, and I'm actually still waiting for Madden 22 to get added to Game Pass. It likely will after the Super Bowl, and then I'll play it. I probably won't, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, My goal this year is 40, so I'm going to subtract 20 from last year, and I am going to attempt... To get 40 done this year. However, I did mention in Discord that because seven visualty each set their goal at 50, I am going to try to get to 50, but I'm not going to set my goal at 50. My goal is 40, but I'm going to push for 50 to see if I can catch those guys. You know what? I think that's a that's a reasonable goal, and I think it's one that you can complete as well. I think this year is going to be a much better year for me, and we'll get into that when we talk about our, our 2022 resolutions. Sure. 
um, I think that 40 is fairly reasonable for for me, who, you know, someone that tends to play almost every new release that comes out, or at least used to. So I don't want to be crazy. I still want to follow one of my resolutions I set from last year. You know, I don't want to overplay games. I don't want to play games just for the sake of playing games. So I think 40, it's about an average of what? Like three, three to four a month. Yeah, three to four a month. Yeah. Because that would be anywhere from 36 to 48 games. Right. So if I can do that, I would I would fall somewhere between 40 and 50 and be perfectly happy for, for 2022. And, and no restrictions on how many have to come from 2022 because I generally don't replay old games that often. Yeah, th- most of your games are almost always from the year of. Yeah, this might be the first year where I actually do have a decent amount of uh, older titles on there because I am going to try to catch up on a few series before new titles start releasing later this year. Yeah, we've got a month and a half before we get freaking slammed with new titles. So start catching up now. Starting like the third week of February, once Elden Ring gets here, my life is going to be thrown into shambles once again as I put all of my time into that game. Rip to our free time, yeah. So I will be trying to, to finish as much as I can in terms of you know, backlog content and things that I just want to play before Elden Ring comes out. Because once that hits, man, that's all I'm playing. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I can't you know wait. what? Me too, though. Can't fucking it's, wait for that game. And like you said, once Elden Ring hits, it's nonstop for the rest of the year. It really is too. Just like looking ahead at my. I mean, we have Pokemon this month, obviously Arceus. So yeah, that'll be a a decent release. I, I almost had that for a crystal ball right prediction. Away, First major boondoggle of the year, Legends Arceus. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know that I jump into that right away. I'm definitely going to wait for reviews. I, I likely will pick it up at some point, but it might not be right away. Like, it might not be until after Elden Ring releases. And yeah, Elden Ring same. is actually the end of, of February. I actually forgot it starts with Horizon Forbidden West the week prior. Man, oh gosh, what a what a month. Unless we count Sifu, and then it would count a week prior. Oh, geez. And then if Stop, we count Brian. Dying Light 2, it counts a week prior. Stop. And then if we count Pokemon, it counts a week prior. Oh. <laughs> Those are all, you know, back to back to back to back to back. You know, each, and King of Fighters is in there, too, as well. Yeah. And then it goes past that, too. The week after Elden Ring, it's, there's like four games released. Oh, yeah. That are Elix huge. 2, Babylon's Fall, Gran Turismo 7, Triangle Strategy all that week, and then Tunic's the next week, and Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin follows that. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is after that. It's back to back there for a solid month and a half with at least one major release every week which is kind of exciting too though super exciting yeah i'm very excited to play all of those um but yeah i definitely think throughout january and probably the first week or two of february because i will jump into dying light too i will jump into sifu i will jump into ollie ollie world in all honesty but those games aren't going to like require a ton of a ton. dying light 2 might that might be pretty meaty but I can't imagine Sifu and Ollie Ollie World overstaying their welcome. They won't be longer than 10 hours apiece. Yeah, but both of those, Ollie Ollie World specifically is a game that I could probably pick up and play all year, to be honest. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. I wish I I kind of wish that one was going to be on uh, on Game Pass, but um, it's not. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So yeah, we'll shoot for 40 this year. We'll see if we can hit 50. And uh, it should be a pretty good year. I'm excited. I think I'll be able to easily, easily hit that goal this year. If you are listening and you have not chimed in yet over on our Discord server, feel free to jump in there. Let us know if you want to participate in the game challenge this year. You can let us know what your number is. If you're putting any sort of restrictions or limitations on yourself in terms of what you can and can't do, let us know. We have a lot of fun tracking this each year. So jump in Discord, hang out with us, beat some games, have fun. 
That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, baby. What it's all about, baby. Uh, but speaking of 2022, that's all we're talking about this year, this year, this episode. We need to make some resolutions for this year. And this is something we started last year. And I'm glad you reminded me because I probably would have forgotten about this. <laughs> yep. I probably would have forgotten we did this. I would have forgotten to go back and listen to the uh, resolutions that we made for 2021. And I know for a fact I wouldn't have written anything down for this year. So I'm glad you actually called it out the other day when we were playing Halo with your cousin. Because that reminded me that we actually do this for the show. (laughs) So did you make some resolutions for yourself in 2022? Yeah, I did. And, uh, Good. yeah, but I have, uh, do you have, do you have yours from last year? Because I wrote them all down. No, let, I, I want to know exactly what I said from last year uh, to all see. Right. And I, and I, and I did write exactly what you said. Okay. Let's hear I wrote, it. I wrote down everything exactly as you said it on the show last year. Your first resolution was to publish 15 reviews personally in 2021. Yikes. I think you published... Three, two or three? It was a tough year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I only published a couple myself. We really didn't do reviews that much in 2021. And they were all at the beginning of the year. Yeah. We didn't we didn't do any reviews. I I feel like through, you know, starting in the springtime on. I feel like we really fell off and a lot of that is my own fault. Um, but reviews were hard for us in 2021. So I don't fault you for that. I fault myself more than anything, but I thought that one was funny when I listened back to it. (laughs) Yeah. Feels bad. Feels bad. That's okay. Your second resolution was in terms of your backlog list. You wanted to beat five of these games in 2021. Okay. That was, that was the wording I was looking for. Yep. You wanted to beat five of these in 2021, and you were counting the Tomb Raider trilogy as one game, not three separate games. Correct. One game, because you're like, I feel like I would beat all of those at once as opposed to beating them individually over time. Right, right, right. So the list was Witcher 3, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Control, Persona 5, Tomb Raider 1, 2, 3, Final Fantasy 15, Nier Automata, and The Outer Wilds. Okay. So from that list, I played three, five. Yeah, you played five. You finished two from what I I finished think. two. <laughs> so played five. I'd see, and that's why I wanted to hear the wording. It I wanted to played, play. You played the Outer Wilds. I did. And then they took you it off played, Game Pass. You played, did you start God of War? I, I, yeah, I'm like 10 hours into God of War. And then what did you, was it Witcher 3 that you're also somewhere yeah, into? I'm like 10 to 12 hours into Witcher 3 yeah. also. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew you didn't touch Persona. I knew you didn't touch right. Final Fantasy. I knew you didn't touch Nier. Unfortunately, you didn't touch Nier. Okay. So I, I did beat Life is Strange 2. I did beat Control. And I played Witcher 3, God of War, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds right. got removed from Game Pass. So I never got to finish that. Um, God of War is something I'm I am going to finish. So here is my you, on 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 the episode last year you said you and Sean were going to play that in tandem and you were waiting for him. That I was, was waiting for him and then he sucked. So <laughs> that was a mistake. That was a mistake. So so here is 
I, I also think that I was a little too optimistic about having enough time to go back and play old games. I was a little I was a little less optimistic about new games releasing in 2021, thinking that it was going to be a slower year. And in a lot of ways, it was. But in a lot I of still, ways it was. Yeah. I still picked up and played a ton of games. And a lot of that was due to having an Xbox Series S with Game Pass. So I was a little too optimistic about that. I am. I am much more optimistic this year about new games releasing. I think yeah, that this year is going to be absolutely massive for new releases. And I think that the time that I devote to older games is going to be significantly decreased, even compared to last year. So that being said, Brian, I am going to go back. This is my resolution this year. Oh, are you want to say it now? You have three other resolutions I need to go over. Oh, first. okay. Go over those. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah. You still have three more to go. Um, number three I want to hear this. was to double the average listenership of the media files in 2021. I, I don't know that that happened. It was close. Okay. But it didn't quite double. Okay. Fair enough. There was a period somewhere throughout the year where it took a hit. And I think that caused the, the average listenership to dip, which was unfortunate. Right. But you brought it back up by the end of the year. That's okay. And I think that was a bad goal anyways. Well, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's a bad goal, but it's one of those that's kind of out of your control. You right. have no control over that. Uh, your resolution number four was to get back up to bench pressing 265 pounds while putting on more muscle mass at the same time. Okay. So, okay. I forgot that these were like all around New Year resolutions. So uh, that is an A plus. Yeah, you did do that. I did that. Um, in fact, I, I bench pressed uh, 275 pounds a couple months ago. Very so nice, by very nice. by either late October, early November, I was up to 275 pounds. Yeah, you're kind of like a walking tank right now in terms of like body shape. Mass, I am. I have shaped myself. I've gone from tails to knuckles. <laughs> so <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna slim down to sonic here pretty soon i've i've got i've got new resolutions though I, what was the last one to go camping five times in 2021 with your oldest son okay so that did not happen and there were there were good reasons and bad reasons for that not happening we actually hit three times um, there were a couple camping trips that were canceled that we anticipated going on that were canceled. And for... I think you said you did two in 2020. So you wanted to up it to five in 2021. Right. But at least you upped it in general. You went three times. Right. So, and still success. Yeah. And he absolutely loves camping. Um, so there were a couple good reasons, a couple bad reasons. Mostly it was inclement, inclement weather. Every time we tried to go camping, there were a couple camping trips that got canceled day of just because the weather got so crappy. It, it was so windy or it just got inexplicably cold all of a sudden, like those types of reasons. And I'm not going to take him out and make him miserable all day either. Right. I'm going to, I'm going right. to try to make it a good experience. I will say one of those times that we canceled day of, he was real bummed. And I was like, man, we were going out to a dry lake bed. And once it gets windy out there, it's dust and dirt and misery. And you can't, there's nowhere to build a fire because it's right out in the open. So I said, you know what? All is dust in the wind. All is dust in, I listened to that song like two days ago. Yeah. That's weird. I just listened to it. I just listened to it not that long ago myself again. So, can't go wrong with Kansas. Yeah. One of those times we actually canceled the trip. 
but then went to like one of those trampoline parks instead and hung out oh, there for like you know four what? hours. I remember you told I remember that day actually, dude. It was so much we, fun. We were t- we were we were talking and you're like, yeah, I'm at I'm at fucking I forget the name of the one you went to. I but, don't uh, remember either. I just know yeah, what it is. You're but like you're like I'm here and we're doing shit. Oh, that sounds cool. That's fun. Yeah, it was a ton <laughs> of fun, man. So so did not reach the goal, but. I have. Do you want my full list of resolutions for this year? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're focusing we on you. We're 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 pointing out your success and failures from 2021. So let's see what uh, what you've got planned for 2022. Okay, 2021 backlog games that I'm going to play, 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 beat, play, beat. <laughs> it's up to How you. How do I want to word this? Up to you. Play beat. 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 Let's beat, go big. Play. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. Here we go. Backlog games that I'm going to beat this year are God of War, the Tomb Raider trilogy, and Nier Automata. That's it. Okay. Those are the so only three. Ca- counting, counting the Tomb Raider trilogy as one again, I'm assuming. As one, yeah. All three of those games, which were, I now own all three of them. Thank you, Epic Games, for putting all three of them. They're free right now. You should go claim them. They are. Yes, they are. I actually have them all on, on PS4. I was about to say, you probably PS5, have them, yeah. But yeah, I do. So, so I know all three the of them. Tomb Raider trilogy and Nier Automata. Correct. Okay. That Respectable is list. my goal in terms of getting that backlog cleared out. I don't have any goals going like of 2022 games because all of that is entirely out of my control in terms of what games release, what games don't, what games are good. Correct. You yeah. know, but I think the game challenge suffices in that 20 games. I will beat 20 games from 2022. That's that's kind of the goal there. Um, in terms of the media files, I just want to maintain the media files. I'm really happy with where that show is currently. I'm happy with the listenership and the engagement that I get from a lot of listeners. I'm happy doing it. I love doing it. I've got a really good set of co-hosts that are so awesome to have on the show that are selfless great to listen to great to listen to man and you know what i've the amount of co-hosts that i get in on that show there's a few regulars a few not as regulars but i absolutely love every single one of those people that comes on the show i am i'm just really happy only show we have where if you want to hear the female side of rpg era it's the only place you can do it and we get quite a few. I've got a lot of a lot of female woman co-hosts that come on the show. It's Lindsay, it's Kaylee, it's Abby, it's Robin. There are quite a few that come on that show, and so hey, I'm Robin really, will be really on there again that. soon. Yeah, Robin will be on there again soon. Robin will be on really soon. You'll hear Kaylee's voice really soon. There's a lot. So I'm super trying to get happy. Robin on max level for an episode here coming up. Trying to bug Kyle for that. Oh, for Robin, we'll see. Yeah, see if she's interested. Yeah. So. That's all for the media files. Um, I did re-up the goal of camping five times. I think that's a worthy goal. I think that is a good goal. It is something still taking your son, right? Not just by yourself. It's my son. Yeah. Yep. And and sometimes we go with other people. Uh, but that's the goal. It's a lofty goal. Five times out in the wilderness. You know, I mean, that's that's a big goal for one year. Uh, but I'm re-upping that goal. Let's see if we can hit five times this year. Um. This is kind of a maintenance goal as well here. It's one out-of-state family vacation. We actually got to do one of those last year and had a total blast with the kids, took them to the beach uh, in California. And so want to make sure that we make that kind of a family tradition as well. And in order to do that, I'm re-upping it this year as a resolution until it becomes habit, right? Right. 
Um, I want to read six books. Do you, have, got, do you actually have a place in mind before we talk about that? Do you know where you want to go? Yeah, I do. Where? It's just getting getting a reservation. There's a place called Homestead Ranch in Utah. There's this lake in the middle of nowhere with cabins surrounding the lake. And you can go paddle boarding. There's a lot of hiking. There's a lot of fun stuff to do there. So I think we're going to look at uh, taking a weekend out at Homestead Ranch. I'm actually looking it up right now. This actually looks really cool. Isn't that neat? This This lake actually is pretty dope. And I like how they have it set up. So, are these the individual cabins that just line the lake? Yep. That actually looks really cool. Isn't that rad? Yeah. This looks really neat. It's not huge, right? Not not super huge. No, not massive. A decent property here. This yeah. is cool looking. Very cool. Uh, I have, I've had a couple friends that have stayed there before and have actually really enjoyed it. And there's a lot of stuff to do for kids. It's a really kind of family-friendly place. Doesn't break the bank. And uh, I think I think that's the goal. Yeah, I think you guys would have fun. I'm going to read six books this year. I fell out of reading this year. I think that my my typical reading list per year ranges somewhere between 12 and 20 books a year. And this year, um, and, and not that I'm super upset that it fell, I probably read three or four this year, which is much which lower for bad. me. No, it's not That's terrible. Not bad, though. It's it's just much, much lower for me. And like I said, I'm not upset about it. I was doing other things. It's not like I just stopped reading and didn't didn't replace it with anything. But I do want to make a little extra time for that. So six books is my goal this year. Low goal, one book every two months. But I think I can do it. But it, again, it's maintaining things that I like to do, making time for those things. I also like to paint. Um, man, I got a I got a long list here. I like to paint. I was gonna say you actually have a decent list this year. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Uh, I like to paint. I'm gonna paint eight pictures this year. I'm actually gonna attempt portrait painting at least once, which is an entirely different skill set. Something I've never done, but it's something I've always wanted to try. And then finally, fitness wise, by summer, by June, I'll be down to seven percent body fat, which is for people that don't follow on Discord or, or don't know. I like to work out a lot. I do work out a ton. I eat really healthy. I've been bulking all of 2021. I gained 27 pounds in 2021. And I was pure muscle too, like just pure well, muscle. Yes, but body fat is up significantly as well, and that's part of the process of bulking and I and I'm aware of that. But it's getting that down now as I cut, going to start cutting probably in February and getting that down to a much lower body fat percent um just in terms of of body shape. That's it. There we go. There's the list. That's a lofty list, man. Seven resolutions from you. Oh boy. For 2022. I don't know what I'm thinking. Decent list. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to see how this goes when we sit down at the beginning of 2023 and look back on how terrible 2022 was and oh, stop. See, when the, see how well we, when the Delta well rewards did. program variant starts and yeah, there's probably, there's probably, we've already been through the, uh, alphabet two or three times by this point for COVID, uh, likely, Likely we'll be living in some sort of nuclear fallout by the beginning of 2023. We'll be, you know, having to cut out the air raid warning sirens, I'm sure, from the background noise in, in our podcasting or something. Something crazy is going to happen. Something crazy we'll will happen. To, we'll have to look back and see how we did. I, myself, wrote down five resolutions for 2022. Let's hear them. And I, and I had three from 2021. Oh, let's hear those. Year. Yeah, so I had three from last year. My first resolution from last year was to play less games overall, and I fucking nailed it. You did it. Congrats. <laughs> I fucking nailed it. Not even my choice. A plus, man. Love it. I nailed it. And my actual wording was 
to not necessarily play less games because as I said in the show last year, that's not really the way that I wanted to word it, but it it just kind of worked out wording it that way. I wanted to focus more on games that I enjoyed and made me happy right. as opposed to playing games just for the sake of playing games, which is what I did in 2020 and how I finished almost 100 games that year. So my major resolution for last year was to play less games overall, playing more of the games that I enjoyed, and I did do that. Yeah, so I, I did do that. I wanted to play more games than I finished, obviously. I wasn't thinking in terms of less games that I would finish less than 30, but I uh, I, I did hit that resolution. The nice. only one that I hit from 2021. Okay, well, A plus on that one at least. Yeah, A plus there. My second resolution was to complete the entire Yakuza collection by the end of the year. F minus for that one. And that and that did not happen. Yeah. I, I actually was talking to uh talking to a friend within the last few days and her and I were going down a trip on memory lane and we were talking about Shenmue and the Yakuza series and it actually reminded me of this resolution and how bad I failed in, in trying to complete the entire collection. So I, I actually jumped back into Yakuza Kiwami yesterday after I finished uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Nice. I got up to chapter 10 and there's 12 chapters plus like a final thing that happens after the 12th chapters in, in the original Yakuza. You got you got through 10 chapters in, in all in one sitting? No, I was... No, I was on chapter six when I started. Oh, okay. I was like, geez. Yeah. No, I was, I, I, this is a game that, you know, I never did completely finish. I just kind of pick up and play every now and then. Um, so when I jumped into it yesterday, I was already on chapter six. I got through chapter 10. If I have enough time, I actually might be able to finish that today because I probably only have like two or three hours left. I haven't been doing side stories. I've just been doing main stories. Sure. And that's likely what I will do to get caught up. I don't necessarily care about side stories when getting caught up. So I am going to re-up that goal um, for, for 2022, but I'm not making it an official resolution. But by the end of this year, I would like to be done with the entire Yakuza collection. Is Kiwami a remake of 1? It is. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Yep. And then, and then Kiwami 2 is a remake of 2. And then they release remastered versions of 3, 4, and 5, right. but not remakes. Those are still available on Xbox Game Pass. Kiwami and Kiwami 2 actually got removed on New Year's Eve. Oh, rip. Um, as did Zero, which was the prequel to the entire series, which I have finished and uh, completed. Because I'm trying to play through them in story order now as opposed right. to the, the release order. So after that, obviously, we have Yakuza 6 and then the new one, Like a Dragon, which is technically 7. Right. So I'm going to try to get through all those by the end of the year still. that That is an unofficial resolution for 2022. My third resolution from 2021, and again, I failed, was to get back on track with Level Down Games. That was a, a massive failure. Because 2020, obviously, was the start of a lot of the struggles that I had keeping up on the podcast posting on time and reviews posting on time. And I didn't want that to carry forward into 2021. It unfortunately did. It persisted for a majority of the year. I never did get back on track. I would like to make another unofficial goal for 2022 to get back on track. But I feel like just, you know, putting that accountability for myself doesn't quite work. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, and because rip, it didn't rip level down games. Year. Yeah, rip level down games. Um, you know, was fun while it lasted, but we are RPG era now. So, so maybe that will help out for 2022. Probably, probably won't make a damn difference, but we'll see. Here we go. 2022. <laughs> so my, res- go. my resolutions for this year, I actually wrote down five. So I have a little bit more than last year, but less than you for this year. 
Uh, my first resolution is my main resolution for 2022, and it has nothing to do with video games. These these are a mix of video games, personal, website, everything. Yeah, as for mine. Yeah. My main resolution for 2022 is to overall just be happier. I just want to be happier in That's 2022. A good one. That's a good one. I, I was really, really down in 2021. I was really, really depressed for a majority of the year. Um, I was not in a good mindset. I was not in a good state. Obviously, I I haven't done much over the last few months because of everything. Like, I just haven't felt the desire to really want to go out and socialize, which kind of sucks at the same time because I love socializing and I love talking to people. But I just haven't felt the desire. And I know I was going out there with Justin for a little bit. I've stopped doing that since because I just wasn't having fun. And a lot of that's because I wasn't happy. So throughout 2022, and I know this is not going to be an immediate thing. I know this is still going to take work and this is going to take time. I likely will not make any progress in this until well into the springtime, if not later. But at some point in 2022, I want to feel like I've turned the corner and am just in an overall happier mindset than I yep. was in 2021. Great, man. So we'll see. We'll see if I can do that. Uh, I, I have you know, things that I'm striving for to achieve that happiness, such as kind of like you, I've been putting more time into working out. I have dropped a significant amount of weight since I moved in with Justin. I'm trying to get back down to, man, the the least I've weighed in a very long time while, while still looking good. So I'm trying to do several things that will just increase that happiness and I actually have a couple resolutions that will tie into this as well, but I did separate them into their own things because they're different enough. So sure. My second resolution, much like I want to do and failed to last year with Yakuza, but still would like to do this year. I also would like to add the Legend of Heroes series on top of that and catch up completely on theoretically just trails of cold steel one two three well i already finished one but i need to finish two and then play through and finish three and four so i would like to add those as well to one of my things that i would like to try to get done for 2022 because nis america is getting ready to start releasing a, a plethora of of new titles in the legend of heroes localization scene obviously we're getting a title this year that, you know, has not seen release in the U.S. for like 10 years or something since it's been out. So that'll be nice. And then we're getting two or three games in the series next year. Like they just signed contracts with Nihon Falcom and are localizing a shitload of titles all at once. And we're about to get slammed as fans of this series with uh, with things to do. So I would like to get caught up before that happens. So that's going to be my uh, my second resolution. Perfect. Kind of adding it with you. That's a good one. We'll see. That, that'll be a fun one for you, too. It'll definitely be fun. That one is going to be hard because those games are, you know, 100 to 120, 150 hour pieces in by themselves. Like, right. I think three is 120 hours and four is like 140 hours or something like that. They're 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 ridiculously long games, but I will love every second of it. It's just finding time to do that was is going to be the challenge. My third resolution ties to my first one somewhat. I would like to spend more time outside with Avenger, whether that is going on walks, going to uh, the park, or more realistically, what I want to start doing with him, I want to start traveling lightly with him. Sure. Sometimes on the weekends. So I think it would be fun to take him on like a day trip 
and go to a like a bigger like a bigger national park like up in Cuyahoga uh, National Falls or take him just out of the city or out of this area for like maybe go you know not necessarily on a plane but somewhere where I could drive to and we could spend just like a day or something and, and explore. I've never really traveled without another person sure. with me. So I've never gone by myself. I've never been on vacation by myself. I guess when I was younger, right before I moved to Las Vegas, um, you know, I was taking trips to San Diego by myself. I guess that kind of counts. Absolutely. But I've never traveled just me and my dog. Like, when it was me and Gizmo, I never, you know, me and Gizmo didn't go anywhere. Obviously, Jessica and I, a few times we went on vacation, would take our dogs with us. But I've never gone just be an Avenger. So I want to do that at least once in 2022. I don't know where. I don't know when. But at some point for a weekend, I likely am going to take him and go and just see what I can get into. So that's a goal for 2022. Nice. Uh, my fourth resolution, and this is the other one that ties into just being happier overall, but I do want to make some changes as I've kind of been talking to you about over the last few weeks in terms of appearance, in terms of just, you know, things in general. I want to start working on getting some tattoos and, and overall sleeves on both of my arms. I don't know that by the end of the year I'll have full sleeves. I don't know that that's a goal that I'll be able to obtain both time and money-wise, but I would like to at least get started on sleeves for both arms. Sick. And and at some point, I do want to have full sleeves covering my left and right arm. I'm not going to get crazy with tattoos on, like, my back or my chest or my legs. or Like, I don't care about that. I just want sleeves. Sure. I just really, really want sleeves. I've always wanted sleeves. For whatever reason, I've not done it. Multiple different reasons I've not done it. But at this stage of the game, before I get too much older, I fucking want sleeves. So Do it, that's man. the goal. Yeah, hell that's yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. And then my final resolution is to really start hammering home on reviews for RPGera.com and bring the website back to where it used to be at. That's kind of piggyback enough of one of yours from last year, but I really would like to get RPGera.com back to where leveldowngames.com used to be. Because for a while there, we were doing really good. You and I have, have talked about this too, and I think that we have a much better idea of what we want the website to be and much more sustainable as well. Right, so I think we'll be able to to turn a leaf here with, with RPG era in 2022. We should get back on track with reviews. We should get back on track with everything else. Obviously, having this RPG era podcast network partnering up with Bedroth and Shoot Kapow with very good music, and we're working on trying to bring in some other shows as well, uh, should be a lot of fun in terms of maintaining that website at the same time, so... Those are our resolutions for 2022. If you are listening and you have any specific resolutions for this year, feel free to drop into Discord. You can jump into the Max Level podcast discussion channel. Let us know what your resolutions are, and uh, we'll hold you accountable to those as well. <laughs> we'll make fun of you at the end of the year when you fail. Just kidding. We won't do we that. Will. We will. No, we make fun of ourselves, too. So yeah, it's okay. More than anybody. That's okay. This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later.
All right, Kyle. So before we jump to our crystal ball predictions, we do need to talk about Nintendo. And you and I specifically made it a point to chat about this before we sat down over the last few weeks. I didn't make any predictions in terms of Nintendo, and I know I don't think you did either. I because I do have a prediction in terms of Nintendo, but not involving right, this. Not, right, not in the amount that we're about to go into in detail here. Um, because, you know, for a while there, we were heavily predicting that Nintendo would have a Switch Pro or a whatever. You know, we, we kept thinking that there was going to be another Switch happening. Right. Outside of just the OLED model. Outside of just the OLED model. And I didn't want us both to come prepared with predictions for 2022 based on something like this. Because at this point, and for a while there, you and I agreed somewhat on what we thought was going to happen for Nintendo. Yeah. But now, it's wildly different. So, before I get into what I think is going to happen with Nintendo this year, and I actually wrote down a a full scenario of what I think will happen with Nintendo... I want to know what you think Nintendo is going to do this year. I think what's going to happen. You know in what? And, and for Nintendo. You know what? The more that I think about this, the more that I do think that it involves my first crystal ball prediction. I know we, I know we talked no Nintendo crystal ball predictions, you and I, but I think that you couldn't I, help yourself. Well, no, I think <laughs> that I expanded mine enough that it it counts, especially because it's not talking about hardware. I don't think we see new Nintendo hardware this year, or if we do, it's another small revision on the existing Switch formula. I do not think that we get an announcement for a new Switch or a new console, as it were, right? I don't know I don't know what they have planned next, and it's always hard to tell with Nintendo. They always throw us a curveball from starting in the Wii to the, to the Wii U to the Switch. Everything has been a curveball with them. And so I don't I don't know what we see next from them, but I don't think we hear about it this year. I think that starting this year, we start to see a a much bigger push on the hardware and software that they've already got and what they are planning to do in terms of kind of the final year or so lifespan of the Nintendo Switch. I think and this is not part of my crystal ball prediction, I think that the Nintendo Switch remains the best-selling console for 2022. And I think that that them stopping the production of that right now or trying to go in a different direction right now would probably be a bad business move for them. I think they understand the the outlandish success of the Switch, just how popular it is, just how amazing it is. They are still so popular. They still go off the shelves. People love getting them. They were the biggest Christmas gift of 2021. I think that we see just a continuation of that. I think that they ride this high for at least one more year and give us a big year for the Switch here. Okay. I So for you, we don't see, even see, Not it doesn't have to release. We not don't even, even an announcement. See, nope. Not even an announcement. Okay. Not even an announcement. I okay. think this becomes Nintendo's longest generation. I understand that they've they've done other things in the past, but just like video games take longer to produce now, I think that the next generation of consoles also kind of have to follow in that direction as well. New consoles just aren't exciting as exciting as they used to be. The Super Nintendo to the Nintendo 64 was massive. The PS4 to huge. the PS5 yeah. was big, but a much smaller difference. 
comparatively. So sure. So I think that I think that we just start to see a little bit lengthening of those generations. Maybe even if it's just by a year, I think that's where we're at. Because I know Nintendo typically likes to stick with a five-year cycle. They've done six years once, and that was from the Wii to the Wii U. Right. And, and, and that is my only point that I always point out every time somebody says there's no way they're going to replace the Switch because of the success of it. They did the same thing with the Wii, and they replaced it with the Wii U and killed the success. Exactly. So it's not like they've not done this before. So here's what I think will happen with Nintendo in 2022. And I actually broke this up. I actually wrote a paragraph, as I usually do. I'm very wordy. You know that. Let's hear it. (laughs) As far as Nintendo Directs go, I think we'll get several throughout the year. I think we will see a Pokemon Direct in mid-January with more info on Legends Arceus before it releases. But I also think this Pokemon Direct will reveal what's coming next for Pokemon which should include another remake remaster announcement, like maybe in the other Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game that wasn't uh, remastered at the same time as the other one was two years ago, I think, that when that one came out. Um, but I also think it's possible that we will see the Generation 9 games this year, because if they follow the cycle, they should be out in November of 2022. Our, our Nintendo predictions are wildly varying enough that I think that we can c- include these as crystal ball predictions. I just want to say that after after listening to the beginning of yours, they are this could be these these could be unofficial. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to I didn't want to include these as the crystal ball because I didn't want to both come in with like Nintendo predictions. So that's why I literally just told you let's make it its own segment this year. Okay, fair enough. Let's fair just enough, have fair Nintendo enough. predictions. But you're right. They probably could be just unofficial crystal ball. And we will likely go over these again next year when we're going over our results. Like, we will talk about this again. Sure. So, but I do think it's time to see Gen 9 for Pokemon. Obviously, we had, uh, you know, Sword and Shield and then the updates to Sword and Shield and the expansions to Sword and Shield. And I don't know that Arceus is the only new Pokemon that we're Uh getting in 2022. I think the next big Nintendo Direct will probably be in early February, and that one will be related to a lot of games coming out before E3, and then obviously we'll have an E3 2022 Nintendo Direct like we normally do. Um, From there, I could see another game-specific Direct happening during the summer, probably for Splatoon 3, Uh and then we'll get another big Direct in October. It's the October Direct that I think is going to be the most exciting one for 2022. Because I think it'll include info on Switch games that we should expect to release that fall and into early 2023. But much like they did in 2016, I fully expect their fall direct to include our first look at what's coming next for the Switch. Okay. They did the same thing in 2016 during their Nintendo Direct. They had a three-minute video trailer, more or less, introducing the Nintendo Switch. And I'm still referring to this as the Super Nintendo Switch. I don't know exactly what the name is going to be called. I I hope it's called the Super Nintendo Switch. That'd be sick. Yeah, that's what I want it to be referred to as. But I think we will see the initial trailer for that. It will be the actual successor to the Switch, the Switch Lite, the Switch OLED, whatever whatever version of Switch you have, the Super Nintendo Switch will be the successor. It'll be fully revealed in its own standalone Direct in December of 2022, and it will release on March 20th of 2023. It'll also be a hybrid console. Uh, I think it'll have power and capabilities similar to the PlayStation 4 Pro. 
And I think it's the fact that Nintendo always operates on a generation behind as to why they will continue to stick to their five to six year life cycle. I don't know that they will ever extend it because by that point they are falling significantly behind the competition. And I know that doesn't necessarily matter because Nintendo consoles live and die off of their exclusives and off of their first party content. But if you look at the the Nintendo Switch's third party support for the first two or three years of its life cycle compared to the third party support that it's receiving now, it's night and day. Third parties were very excited to be on board with the Switch when it first came out. They were releasing a massive amount of games and bigger titles too, right? Like they were putting out massive experiences on the Switch. And now the only theoretical AAA experience we get outside of Nintendo is as if it's a cloud version. That's true. Games just can't run on the Nintendo Switch. The technology holds its back. And because of that, Nintendo will always push to release a new console faster than the competition. So I really don't think that they can afford to extend their cycles by even a year because it costs them money in the overall because they don't have the support from the third parties. If they have a big enough line, which they do, they have a decent looking 2022 in store. And I think that will carry them. But I don't think they can survive going very far into 2023 without releasing the successor which is why I'm pinning it on that March 20th, 2023 date. So it doesn't release in 2022, uh, but we will see it and we will find out a lot of information. It will be fully backward compatible with all Switch games. There will be several cross-generational games that will exist on the Switch and Super Nintendo Switch, like Metroid Prime 4, which I'm actually expecting to be a launch title for the Super Nintendo Switch, but also have a release on the regular Switch, like, you know, a Twilight Princess or Breath of the Wild did. Um, I think that probably after two years or so, regular Switch, Switch Lite, Switch OLED support will begin to die off, but games will still release consistently on the prior generation of Switches for the first two or year, two years or so to kind of make up for what you're saying, not abandoning the generation right away. So they will have a, a much deeper library of cross-generation games, much like Microsoft and Sony do now. I think that's all super plausible also. I, I, I want to say that despite my prediction of what's going to happen this year, I think that all of that obviously stands a, a serious chance of happening. Like you said, just because of the way that Nintendo runs their generations being kind of hardware behind, but software forward. Um, I Yeah, could happen. It could happen. You just don't know with them because... They are always operating on like a behind the schedule type of thing. Like they just aren't up on technology. They aren't up on game development. And sometimes it hurts them. But I think it's because of that that they will always be pushing to not necessarily play catch up because I don't want to look at it as playing catch up. I'm looking at it as enticing developers back into releasing their games on Nintendo platforms. And I actually think that we can probably expect if the Super Nintendo Switch does come out in March of 2023, I can expect our launch games to probably consist of Metroid Prime 4, uh, an enhanced version of Breath of the Wild 2, which should likely release in November of this year. But they'll probably say, oh, you can play an expanded version on, you know what I mean? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mario Kart 9 and Pikmin 4, I think would make a solid lineup of, of games for the released like period. 
And I actually think it'll be four hundred dollars. I don't think it'll be three hundred. I think it'll be four hundred. Here's launch. my overall prediction for for Nintendo. I think that after, as we look back a year from now, looking back on 2022 in gaming. Is this, this your is, crystal ball number one? Are we moving right into it? Let's move into it. I do have five more after this. So like you said, kind of okay. unofficial. Sure. Because I only wrote five down officially. So Okay. So yeah, I've got five official after this as well. Okay. Okay. I think as we look back on 2022, we will consider 2022 the year of Nintendo. And I know, I know with everything else that's coming out this year, that sounds crazy. That's going to be tough. I was going to say Sony has a mighty strong lineup this yes. year. Yes. They do, and, and huge third-party games coming out this year. As does year. Microsoft. Shit, as does Microsoft this year. But I think that as we look back, this will be the year of Nintendo. I think that there are huge releases planned for this year that we don't even know about. I'm not even talking about Breath of the Wild 2. I'm talking if Breath about... Breath of the Wild 2 can make it, Nintendo has a very strong case for, for owning 2022. Well, if Breath I of think the Wild 2 can I make it. I think that Breath of the yeah. Wild 2 is... Is a shoe in for fall of this year. Yeah, I do too. And I think, like I said, I I think an enhanced version comes out in the spring for the for the successor for sure. I think we see a new Donkey Kong game this year, and not necessarily a two D Donkey Kong game, possibly a three D Donkey Kong game coming it's out well this overdue. year. I well think overdue. we see Mario Kart Nine coming out this year. I think that that is a major release coming into the fall, and I think. That a Nintendo game wins Game of the Year this year. Probably Breath of the Wild too. Uh, it's possible, uh, but I also I also don't want I don't want to discount Bayonetta three. I don't want to discount Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And really, if we see a new Donkey Kong or a Mario Kart, just how important those can be in the gaming landscape this year. What if we see a Mario hockey game? Brian, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Don't they, get my they, hopes they haven't up. done Mario hockey yet, have they? They've I don't done think Mario we've had soccer. A Mario they've done Mario baseball. They've done Mario basketball. Tennis. I don't think golf. I, yeah, we've tennis, golf. I don't think so. I think we just need Mario football and Mario hockey at this point. Mario football will never happen. They're a Japanese company. Mario hockey could happen though. Hockey could happen. I like it. That'd be kind of cool. That'd I be like cool. it. I would, I would play it for sure. All right. Well, there's our unofficial Nintendo predictions at the very least. Unofficial Nintendo predictions. Like I said, we'll go back and take a look at those come beginning of 2023 to see how far off the mark or how close we actually got. I think one of us is going to be significantly closer oh, yeah. than the other one. One of those two scenarios happens because we we covered the spectrum there. One of us will be significantly closer. I don't think either one of us is completely dead on. But I think one of us will be significantly closer. I just really don't know which one of us. I, f- I feel like it could go either way. I'm, I'm hinging my bets on Nintendo sticking to their schedule and their history of releases sure. as the only reason why I feel so strongly that the Super Nintendo Switch will get revealed this year. They've never gone, even talking about release, they've really never gone even four years into their console Without letting us know work has been started in like the the code name or whatever right. of the next console, like talking about the revolution or the dolphin or whatever. Like the we've NX. always known the NX. We've always known the code name. We've always known what's coming next. And they've been relatively quiet outside of just the Switch Lite and the Switch OLED. And that does scare me a little bit. But I think it's because of the pandemic and obviously all of the uh, issues with the state of the world and in, in, in the way that it is right now as, as a big reason why they've just not said anything. Because sure. they don't have, outside of Nintendo Directs, 
which I feel like should be done more often in general. But, you know, they always used to talk about what was coming next during their big E3 show on stage when they were surrounded by the public. And they just don't do that anymore. So I'm hinging all my bets on them sticking to their sticking to their formula. We'll see if they do. Who knows? You might actually end up being closer with this one. We'll see. We'll who knows? See. Like you said, who knows? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But since we're doing it unofficially, let's jump into those official crystal ball predictions for 2022 before we start making our. So you have five predictions as well for 2022. Correct. Correct. So we each have five predictions. We'll have 10 total. Before we start going over those, we have to go over our results from 2021. And in 2021, we each, myself, you, and remember, we still had Don. Uh, I was going to say Don and Shan. Don and Shan. <laughs> Dan and Sean on the show. <laughs> I like Don and Shan better, actually. Yeah, Don and Shan. They, those guys would probably still be here if they were here. But uh, Dan and Sean were still with us at the beginning of last year. So we'll go over their results, too. We made 10 predictions apiece for 40 Ooh. total last year. Ooh, that's a lot. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Hardly any of them came true. Yeah, yeah. Let's run down this list. My first prediction, a new 2D Zelda game will be announced for the Nintendo Switch. It'll be a big year for the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask collection will release. A Wind Waker Twilight Princess collection will release. A Game & Watch Legend of Zelda will release. A Skyward Sword will release on the Switch. But no Breath of the Wild 2 in 2021. Two of those were so right. Half, Three of those were right. Half and half. Yeah, half 50, and half. 50%. That's half an and half. I actually, I actually, yeah, I, I, I know we're not doing half points this year. <laughs> So that that's no, there's no points there. Right, We're right. not doing half points this year. So uh, no points for me, which is unfortunate, but I did get a few things in there correct, but not everything. Kyle, your first prediction was a very, very big cop out and an easy way to kick things off. Horizon Forbidden West 2, or I'm sorry, just Horizon Forbidden West delayed to 2022. Easy. <laughs> easy. A plus. You took a point there. That one was a gimme. That one was too easy for you. So you got a point. Sean's first prediction, Sony purchases more stock in Epic Games, creating a partnership that gets some Epic Game Store content on PlayStation Plus. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. That did that did not happen. But more Sony games did release on Epic. That is true. The so. adverse to what Sean said happened, yes. but not, not quite exactly what he thought. Dan's first prediction, Discord will end up being on consoles by the end of the year. <clears throat> did not happen, but it's in the works. It is in the works. It Discord is. is coming soon to, uh, to consoles. Uh, I, I think it's going to arrive on either Xbox or PlayStation, one of the two. I can't remember which one. But I'll be excited about that. In, uh, in 2022. Yeah, that, that is a major story that kind of we were following toward the end of last year. Didn't quite happen this year, or I'm sorry, in 2021. Can't say this year anymore for Dan to get a point, however. My second prediction, Shenmue 4 would officially be announced, likely alongside a platform holder once again, such as Sony. <laughs> Didn't happen. Kyle, you're number two. The winner at the official Game Awards will be something that has yet to be announced. And that didn't happen. It Takes Two was already known at the beginning of last year. Fair enough, fair enough. Sean's number two. The Nintendo Switch Plus would be announced in uh. E3 2021. They would have exclusive titles and a performance-enhancing dock. Uh. It's kind of like the Switch OLED. No. But no. That's not what he meant. Not that's a not chance. what he meant. Zero points. Zero points for Sean there. Dan's number two. Again, he was just a little early on this. Not quite in 2021, but it will be happening in 2022. PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus being rolled into one service with a facelift. That is happening this year, but did not happen next or last year. So right. No points there for Dan. 
My number three, PlayStation partners up with Disney and Marvel to become the video game home of the Marvel IPs. I actually still think this could happen at some point in the future, right. but it did not happen in 2021, so no points there. Kyle, you're number three. Pornhub announces a oh, new gaming man, streaming I love platform this one. catering to a completely different audience than Twitch. Did not happen. Still a great idea. Did Best not idea. happen, though. Did not happen. Sean's number three. Google officially kills off Stadia in 2021. Actually did didn't not happen. happen. Stadia still going, still getting new releases, still getting exclusive releases even. So not uh, not quite killed off just yet. Dan's number three. 2021 will be the year of indie games thanks to that $70 price point. And he said an indie game would win game of the year at the official game awards. And I don't know that that's the case. It takes two. <sighs> it, it's an EA original. Sure. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's an indie game. It's still EA. It's still at a decent budget. Yeah, and, and I, I don't wouldn't know say that, that indie games were. And I don't know that indie games are more popular than AAA in 2021. They weren't. And it wasn't the year of indie games. There were the big releases either. dominated. There, this were year. there were some good indie games. There were some great inscription. Indie games. The Artful Escape. There were some great indie games. But I don't think it was the year of it indie wasn't. games. I agree. So no point there. My number four, a Persona 3 remake announcement would happen for the 25th anniversary of the series. Didn't happen. I actually think that does happen this year. They have been making announcements for the 25th anniversary of Persona since the, the last couple months have been kind of happening. We got that announcement of Persona 4 Arena Ultimax remastered uh-huh. coming to the Switch later this year. So I do think Persona 3 is on the horizon, but didn't quite happen in 2021. Kyle, you're number four. Amazon cancels New World. Didn't happen. That didn't happen. That actually uh, opposite. It had com- quite the opposite. New World did quite well and continues to do quite well. So, yep, didn't happen. Sean's number four. Amazon Luna officially launches with partnerships with EA and Activision Blizzard to bring their games to the streaming service alongside Ubisoft's offerings. Didn't happen. Yeah, F's in the chat for that. I don't think anyone wants to touch Activision Blizzard right now in terms of a partnership, so. (laughs) Not a soul. Dan's number four, cloud gaming does not take off in 2021. And I I think that maybe it did. I don't know that it took off. I don't know that it took off, but it certainly became became more accessible. Sure. Especially because of Game Pass. I was going to say, I've played several games on Game Pass now via the cloud without installing them. So I would be hesitant to say Ah. it didn't take off. I feel like it's in a much better state than it was at the beginning of 2021. I don't know where I would, I don't know that I would award points for this. I would have a hard time with it. I could see a point, but I could also see no points. Oh, let's give him a point. We'll give him one. I'm feeling generous. We'll give him a point. He's going to get more points than me this year at that point. Uh, Back to me, my number five. Amazon Luna is largely successful by the end of 2021. Will ink a partnership with a studio to become the exclusive streaming service. Square Enix. Didn't happen. Did not happen. I don't think Amazon Luna even uh, even was a blip on the radar for for anybody this year. Uh, Still a cool service, right? They they still have a decent offering on there. Yeah. But just not popular. Uh, Kyle, you're number five. You're getting a point here. Just like you did with uh, Horizon Forbidden West earlier. You took an easy way out. Level Down Games will not award any 10 out of 10 review scores in 2021. Amazing. That That's a point right there. Amazing. What a guy. <laughs> that's a point seer. right there. That's a point right there. You just knew we were going to stop writing reviews in 2021. I, 
I, I stand by that. Were we writing reviews, I don't think we would have had any tens. I might have gave one to Ratchet and Clank. I still stand by that. But I don't maybe. Know. maybe. Maybe. But I don't think maybe. so. Maybe. Maybe. Sean's number five, Sony and Media Vision announce a Wild Arms reboot. Didn't Boo. Dan's number five, Sony acquires Konami and Microsoft acquires Sega in 2021. Rip and rip. Didn't happen. My number six, I really like this. Industry consolidation begins in 2021 with Microsoft purchasing Sega and Atlas, reminiscent of the gaming crash in the early mid 80s before the new but not quite as severe, uh, less studios and less games releasing like the 90s. However, the 2030s would likely return us to the way it was during the PS3, 360 and PS4, Xbox One gens. I fully expected a gaming uh, crash to start in 2021. And it didn't happen. It did not happen. I will say less games did release overall. Yeah, it was a weaker year. Yeah, less games did release overall. But I wouldn't classify it as a gaming crash. And I actually no longer think we're on the verge of a crash either. I really did think we were at the beginning of 2021. But not quite anymore. Kyle, year number six, Kojima Productions announces a movie with Hideo Kojima as the director. Mads Mikkelsen and Leah Sato starring in the movie as well. Didn't happen. Ah, dang. I thought that was a good one. Didn't happen. It was a good one. Uh, they we did find out he is working on a movie. Right. We just don't really know what happened or, or what's happening with it or who's going to star in it. So, Sean's number six, Breath of the Wild two releases in time for holiday twenty twenty one. Didn't happen. Rip. Dan's number six, Uncharted five will get announced and release in holiday twenty twenty one. Just in time for the release of the movie, which will also release on the PlayStation Store. Didn't happen. The movie didn't come out in 2021. It is set to come out um, Soon. next month. Next month? Somewhere yeah. in the next looks few bad. months. Uh, looks okay. I will looks see okay. it. Looks okay. But obviously, I don't think Uncharted 5 is anywhere near close to being done. My number seven. Bethesda will host a major blowout for Starfield sometime during the summer, just a few months before it officially releases in November 2021. Oh. Starfield ends up being received well from critics and fans alike. I was a year too soon. I was a year too soon. They did host a, a an info reveal. They just, during that reveal, said, hey, it's coming out in November in 2022, not 2021. So, <laughs> Kyle, you're number seven. Valve announces Portal 3 as a VR-only title releasing holiday 2021. Didn't happen. Did not happen. Sean's number seven, Fallout New Vegas 2, gets announced in 2021. That didn't happen. Dan's number seven. Nintendo rebounds in 2021, the Switch Pro is announced and released, and Breath of the Wild 2 also makes it out in time for 2021. Stupid Dan. Didn't happen. My number eight, Bioware Redemption arc begins. Anthem 2.0 officially releases. A Dragon Age 4 in-depth gameplay trailer will release by the end of the year, and the game will be out by spring 2022. That for sure shit is not happening. Yeah, not at all. Here's another point for Kyle. Kyle's number eight. CD Projekt Red focuses solely on Cyberpunk 2077 in 2021, including releasing free DLC. Ooh, there was no free DLC, though. There was no free DLC, but they did focus solely on Ah, gosh, that's rough. I don't know. Any, okay. They did focus solely on Cyberpunk. We're finally getting the next-gen versions of Cyberpunk sometime in the first few months of this year. Supposedly, we're getting the updated version of The Witcher 3 for next gen later this year. Hopefully, CD Projekt Red can turn things around, but I'm not confident just yet. Sean's number eight. Nintendo announces an Earthbound collection. It includes Mother 3 in English and will release in 2021. Uh. Didn't happen. 
Dan's number eight. The gaming industry goes through a change in how they treat their employees. There will be better working hours, less crunch, and it will be noticeable by the end of 2021. Oh, that feels bad. And the complete opposite happened here. I really, I, like I really wanted that situation is 100% worse now than it was at the beginning of 2021. Thanks solely in part to our friends over at Activision Blizzard. <laughs> Unreal, man. They have tainted the gaming industry and completely soured this industry. Just get rid of them. Just shut Activision Blizzard down at this point. Honestly. Just get rid of them. Who cares about Call of Duty? Who cares about Warcraft anymore? I mean, just get rid of them. Dan, Dan's playing Vanguard. What's he doing? Why is he playing Vanguard? See, dude, this is why. This is why this they is do why. it. This is why. This is why there's no change, Dan. I'm just kidding. It's all Dan's fault. <laughs> all Dan's fault. Always has been. My number, my number nine was that Kenna Bridge of Spirits would potentially be the best Zelda-like game of 2021 and up for Game of the Year contention at the official Game Awards. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Not even the best but, uh, Zelda-like game of 2021. Nope. nope. That went to, uh, honestly, I think that went to Death's Door. I really do. Yeah. Kyle, you're number nine. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Their final three fighters will include two from the following list. Cuphead. Nope. Master Chief. Nope. Travis Touchdown. Dr. Robotnik. Wait, was Travis Sir Touchdown Arthur. in the game? He was. Okay. I think. Right? I think, I think he was. He was, wasn't he? Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to Google. Hold on. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, you Google it while I read. Uh, uh, Dr. Robotnik. Dang it. Sir Arthur. Dang it. And Garchomp. Dang it. Oh, man. I just needed one more. Was Travis Touchdown in there? No, he was a sword fighter costume. Okay. Well, then you wrong, didn't get wrong, any of them. Wrong, wrongy, wrong, wrong. Yeah. You didn't get any of them. None of them. That sucks. Yeah. yeah feels bad, <laughs> dude. Sean's number nine. An AEW video game officially gets announced and will feature wrestlers from AEW, Impact, and the New Japan Pro Wrestling rosters. Now, an AEW video game did get announced. However, it will not star wrestlers from Impact and New Japan. So, we're not doing half points. Sean Dick. doesn't really get a point here for this one because of that. No. But uh, no. The, the AEW video game should be out this year. And I'm actually really fucking pumped for that. I think it's going to be great. Dan's number nine. Sony brings back SOCOM. Didn't happen. Rip. Did not happen. <laughs> My number 10. I don't even like to talk about it. I said Blizzard would turn things around in Oof. 2021. Oof. They certainly did not. I said we'd see we'd see a, a good player return with the Burning Crusade Classic. They would officially pull back the curtain on the successor or whatever is following World of Warcraft, whether Oof. it's called WoW 2 or not. Uh, and I said they would completely reboot the series with our characters at level 60 uh, because of everything, you know, the squish and everything. Uh -huh. That did not happen. And like I said, at this point, I think Blizzard should just go away. <laughs> Kyle, you're number 10. This, oh, man, I want to give you a point for this, but you didn't get the price was right. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sony announces customizable faceplates for the PS5 with different colors, and they'll be priced at $34.99 and $44.99 for exclusive designs. Dang, I was low. You were very low on the prices, unfortunately. Uh, they did announce the customizable faceplates. Finally, we are getting some really cool new colors, but they're like 60 bucks yeah. or something, right? They're, they're uh -huh. pretty expensive. Um, I likely will pick up the the indigo purple to turn my PlayStation 5 into a, a GameCube-like console. Right. 
so all I need to complete my my homage to the GameCube would be a spice orange controller for the PS5, which is the original GameCube controller I bought back in the day. Nice. Um, but that blue controller is really sick looking too. That's just the purple. It's good. They, all, all all their colors have been great for the PS5 lately. Uh, Sean. His sole point comes from his number 10 prediction. Sony announces plans for the PS5 SSD expansion, and they will be uh, workable in the PS5 by the end of the year. That did happen. It did. That did happen. Dan's number 10, Twitch starts charging streamers to stream on their platform. Rip. That did That did not happen. Did not. Did not happen. And I don't know that it will. Yeah, I don't think so point. either. I actually, I actually thought it might. I thought it might, but uh, did not happen. So our totals for points this year, Kyle, you finished at three points. Nice. Sean and Dan finished at one point apiece, and I rolled in with zero in 2021. So you took the victory there for the 2021 crystal ball predictions, thanks to your very easy predictions of Horizon Forbidden West being delayed to 2022. And uh, don't belittle those, bro. What was your other easy one? Cyberpunk being the only thing that CD Projekt Red focuses on. I mean, that was that was pretty easy. Uh, What else did you say that was easy? There was one other one. Oh yeah, Level Down Games not giving any ten out of tens. I feel like you knew. You knew. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) You took the easy way out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, but let's keep the train rolling, Kyle. It is time for our 2022 crystal ball predictions now that we've looked back at 2021's results, now that you've given us our our first unofficial prediction in terms of expanding on Nintendo even more. Let's just go back and forth like we normally do. Uh, yeah, we've got, let's do we've it. We've got five apiece, I think. I didn't... Uh, I tried to go a little different than I normally do for for some of my predictions this year. So you know, mine are always pretty broad. Yeah, your yours are definitely broad. Mine, I try. The I tried to move away. Low. I tried to move away from like X game gets announced or X game gets released. I, I think I have. Right. I have like one of those that could probably qualify. Definitely one. Yeah. But I don't know. I think this is going to be fun. So do you want to go? F- well, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. You go ahead. Okay. After you, I, Milady. That's fine. I have the hair. I will kick things off with probably my biggest prediction, one that I think will likely come true, and this is the year that I think it has to come true. So, as we've been talking about on the show today, obviously Activision Blizzard has been in a state of disarray over the entirety of of 2021 for the most part. Their shit has gone downhill drastically, and as you and I have been discussing for several weeks and months now, the MMORPG landscape is pretty barren, right? You have it is. you have Final Fantasy 14 out there doing really, really well. New World is trying to make a name for itself, but that's generally it. There are a couple other smaller games out there here and there, but I think it's time for a big MMORPG once again. One that will likely take society and the gaming community by storm just like World of Warcraft did when it released in 2004 and I think there's one company that can pull this off and it comes after the success of their latest Netflix show Arcane so I think Riot Games okay will announce this year a major project in the League of Legends franchise that is an MMORPG it w- well, they've already announced one of those. Right. However, 
We're go- but we don't know what it is or anything about we're it. We're going to expand on that, yeah. and we're going to say that Riot Games is going to bring in several key talent from the old Warcraft development team. Yes, yes. They already yes. they already have some, right? Ghostcrawler is still there, I think. Like, they already have some. I feel like it's not out of the realm of possibility for Chris Metzen to end up on this project. Boy, oh boy. So we will see this game it. in 2022. Uh, I, I don't think it releases in 2022. I think it's several years away. But I think we will see the initial reveal trailer that's very heavy on cinematics will rival what Blizzard is capable of doing for their trailers and cinematics. And uh, sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if this ends up our next big MMORPG after Final Fantasy fourteen. Man, I love that. I hope it is. I hope it is, too. I'll be there for it. I really do. I think that this would... This is the time for them to try, right? We already know, as you said, they, they've already said we are doing an MMO. We just don't really know what it is or how in-depth it is or if it's going to be anything like what we're used to with MMORPGs. We just know that they're doing one. This will be the year we see it, and I think it will be great. I, re- I really do. All right. Well, my first one is a little bit of an underhand pitch. I will admit that. A little bit of a bunt. That's okay. But I'm going to take it. I think that, man, I, this, I forgot about my predictions last year, and some of them are like expansions on those. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just keep predicting it till we get it right. Dark Cloud 3, coming later in 2022. No, not, it's, it's, not the, it's not the same prediction. I'm just, they are just kind of a, I don't know. Anyways, Cyberpunk 2077, next gen update lands in June. It will be released at the same time as the first major DLC update with new story content, new areas, new weapons, whatever it is, those will be released simultaneously in an effort to kind of bring people back into Cyberpunk. And I think that the Cyberpunk 2077 DLC update will be called Cyberpunk 2078. <laughs> I like that. I do. I think that's good. I hate that they could potentially, and you are not far off, I hate that it might take until June to release that next-gen update. They have said that's when I think that it they're comes, trying yeah. to get it out during the spring, but I don't know that they will. And June, I think, still technically counts. June still technically in... counts before June 21st, right? Before June 21st. Yeah. So if it comes out like yep. the week of E3, I wouldn't be shocked. Yep. That's when we see it. That sucks, though, because that means the next-gen update for The Witcher is likely not until the winter if that happens. Oh, yeah. Which is really unfortunate. Uh, My number two, I think this will be the year during EA Play 2022 because, you know, EA doesn't go to E3 anymore. They do their own thing typically in July. So at EA Play 2022, EA will pull the curtain back on what will be revealed officially as NFL football, or I'm sorry, NCAA football 2024. I was going to say NFL. I don't know why I was saying NFL football. I guess because I'm, I'm... I, I'm half expecting them to change the Madden name, but I'm half not expecting them to change the Madden yeah, name after it, he passed it's away. It's legacy at this point. Like, I it, don't know. it really is legacy, but it might be time. I could see Brady NFL 23. You know what I mean? I could see it. I could totally see it. <laughs> anyway. I don't want that to happen. Anyway, isn't he Manning? Isn't he on your uh, fantasy football team? Isn't he the reason you've done so yeah. well this year? I mean, he's he's been on uh, fucking fire. No, Jonathan Taylor's the reason I've done so well That's this true. year. But Manning 23. <laughs> NCAA football 2024. That's the official name. Romo 24. Romo 24. They just, they just pick random people every year now. Uh, Baker, oh, Baker Mayfield Tony 25. Tony Romo's the best broadcaster <laughs> in the business. 
<laughs> Mayfield football 25. That's never, Mayfield. never going to fucking happen. Anyway. Menzel 26. Oh, Jesus Christ. It'll be a Canadian Football League game. We already know they're working on the franchise once again after confirming development earlier in 2021. But we will actually see the game in several forms this year, including a nice debut trailer. And later in the year, a more in-depth look at the features being brought back and debuting for the first time in this game. I fully expect this to be a large project for the initial comeback, and it'll get revealed that it's targeting a July 2023 release when they would when they do talk about it at EA Play this year. I love it. Um, if you remember, NCAA football was always released in July with Madden following in August. There was always a lot of connectivity between the two games. I think there will absolutely be connectivity between NCAA football and Madden games. Um, I think it'll be easier than ever to do that connectivity because it's been since NCAA football 2014, right? And that was uh, just before the release of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One when that game came out in July of 2013. I actually think that'll be tied into the marketing somehow. It's been 10 years, you know what I mean? Something like that. Sure. That'll be tied into it somehow. But I think connectivity with players between the games, drafts, stats, all of that should be easier than ever thanks to the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live's massive overhauls over the last 10 years. That will be a very exciting release for you. I will put more time into NCAA football when it finally comes back than I put in MLB The Show this year. That is my favorite sports game of all time, or sports franchise. I will put zero hours into it total. Yeah. I will go through multiple, multiple collegiate years. I will always play through a college season before I play through a Madden season to get the drafts. And then I'll just, I'll I'll go back and forth. Like I'll do a college season and then I'll do a Madden season and then I'll do a college season to import the rosters and then a Madden. Like I go back and forth. That's awesome. All right. This is going to be, this is number two for me, a very major year in terms of video games being represented in other media. My main three predictions to go off of that are that Sonic 2 will be certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. The Last of Us on HBO Max will be nominated for Emmys. Ooh, okay. And the Mario Brothers movie starring Chris Pratt will be nominated for the best animated movie at the 2023 Oscars. How do you feel about if Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Pratt comes on Cameo, us pulling all of our money together and, and getting him to get you a shout out that, we, no. that we've been talking about in Discord here for a bit? Don't waste your money. I, I, you know what? It's like it's a funny gag. Hey, shout out to my biggest fan, Kyle, Mr. Cool Guy over at RPG Era. I would just be like, you guys, you, you what a waste I'm of a money. I'm a big fan of the media Jeez, files. Please. I can't wait to hear the episode on the uh, the Mario movie when it comes out. Uh, you, you know, if you pay me right, maybe I'll actually be your co-chair on that episode. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? I got Chris Pratt on the episode. It'd be your biggest episode. You'd have to. It would be huge. You'd have to figure something out at that point. <laughs> It'd be like, so there you go. And Chris Pratt will be at the Game Awards. And uh, Chris Pratt will be at the Game Awards. I it, that's gonna happen. But I think that. Uh, the Mario Brothers movie. I think it'll be good. I think Illumination makes good movies. It'll be up for uh, best animated movie at the Oscars next year. That one's going to be hard to quantify because obviously that won't have happened yet by the time we uh, come back around. Sure. But I think it's going to I think it'll be up there. Does Garfield come out in 2022 as well? No. And if it did, nobody will know because it'll come <laughs> and it'll go and nobody will watch it. My number three. <laughs> PlayStation VR 2. We know it's coming, right? We know a lot of things about it. We've seen the controllers, kind of. We've seen some things about it, but we haven't actually seen what we need to it, see. Right. We haven't seen yeah. the actual 
headset. We haven't seen it if it is going to be wirelessly connected to the PlayStation 5. We haven't seen games on PSVR 2. And I think this is the year during the summer, whether it's at uh, E3 if Sony returns, which is probably doubtful, or more realistically, you know, at a state of play during the summer, or maybe Jeff Keighley gets them somehow during the Summer Game Fest. I don't know, but it'll be during the summer Mm -hmm. sometime. PlayStation VR 2 will officially be shown off to the public, and it will release in November as one of Sony's holiday 2022 offerings. I I feel like we will get a price of about $300 for the PlayStation Mm -hmm. VR 2, if not higher. I could see it being higher, but I have a feeling they're going to try to come in somewhere around $300. Honestly, four or $500 is not out of the question based on how powerful I think PSVR 2 is actually going to be. Um, because I actually think it's going to be pretty impressive and I'm hoping that they will follow the route of Oculus quest and kind of make it where you don't have to be tethered to wires all the time. And you know what I mean? It'll just kind of work natively with PlayStation games. We should see it during the summer. We should find out our, our launch lineup of games for PlayStation VR two. I wouldn't be shocked If God of War Ragnarok is still scheduled to release in the fall, if there is some sort of VR connectivity with that. Sick. You know, I almost had a PSVR 2 prediction here. I kind of hope that if God of War Ragnarok does release, like, because I honestly feel like November for Sony could be the PlayStation VR 2, its launch lineup, and then God of War Ragnarok. Because Ragnarok satisfies people that aren't getting a PSVR 2, but say they have a a separate mode or a way that the game is playable, like Resident Evil 7 was in VR, then that would also be a massive boost to sales for PlayStation VR 2 as well. Not that it's going to need it. I think PSVR 2 will be extremely hard to get this holiday season. It'll be very successful, yeah. Yeah, it will be. It'll fly off the shelves. Alrighty, my number three. In 2022, we will see the release of a video game. No way. Themed and sent- just a video game. And, oh, I know. Wait, wait. <laughs> easy hold one. on here. Easy number three. Easy points. No, I'm themed, kidding. themed and centered around some sort of a comical take on the COVID nineteen pandemic. Oh, you know what? Uh, okay, I'm gonna let you finish because I have a feeling you have more. There are going. There are going to be gameplay features about social distancing. Gameplay features about quarantining, about masking, about accidentally infecting others. Now, whether it's actually COVID-19 or like a tongue-in-cheek other virus that's basically COVID-19, there is going to be some sort of video game that has a take on this as a game. It will be published by who else but Devolver Digital. Now, if you had to take a guess at what franchise might tackle this, what would you guess? Because I have an idea. What franchise? Mm-hmm. Or what IP? Hmm. I'm thinking of one specifically. That is... Toe Jam and Earl. Okay. Maybe. I'm thinking more in line of the next South Park game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because, you did because, it. You because it. it's... Dang it. Because it's time, right? We, we had... Stick of Truth several years ago. The Fractured But Whole was like three or four, three years ago, I want to say. It's about time to see the next game because we know that they're doing another game. I have a feeling that's it. You, gosh, you might be right. And it would be, you might be right. Absolutely amazing if they do that. And see, I was, I was thinking along the lines of, um, Coffee Stain Studios, the people that do Goat Simulator, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Galactic. Yep. I could see them kind of pulling off something like this as well. That's totally possible. 
but I would not be shocked if it was South Park. Sure. I would not be shocked. Oh, man, Jamar Chase is going to single-handedly uh, help me defeat Sean this week. That's fantastic. <laughs> Good for him. My number four. I think you'll like this one, Kyle. Microsoft is sorely missing an MMORPG on Xbox, right? Sure. PlayStation has Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's doing quite well on Sony consoles. Microsoft has been obviously trying to get Final Fantasy fourteen on there, but I actually think we're going to see something a bit different in 2022 when they strike a deal with Amazon Games to get New World on Xbox platforms by the summer. It'll be Game Pass. Game Pass for sure. It will be right. their signature MMORPG. They're going to put a lot of hype behind this. They're going to obviously, like I said, it will be included on Game Pass. You will be able to play the game without if you wanted to. Right. You'd be able to play it without being subscribed to Game Pass. If you wanted to purchase it, like it's not going to require you to have a subscription. Kind of like Final Fantasy doesn't really require you to have a mm-hmm. subscription. You just need a subscription to Final Fantasy. You don't need to necessarily sub to uh, to PlayStation Plus to play. Um, I think New World will see a massive spike in interest when it releases on Xbox on Game Pass. And at the same time that it does come out, like they're going to do a launch party for it being on the Xbox, I'm assuming. And during that launch party, we will see the first expansion for New World announced as well. Solid, solid prediction there. I was just talking with somebody the other day. That game is is a lot of fun. But needs a lot more content. And I think so. it's destined for consoles. I really do. Whether whether it's just exclusive to Xbox or whether I'm off the mark and it, it you know it's multi-platform and releases on both PlayStation and Xbox. Either way, that game needs to be on consoles. It would it would play well on consoles too. I think it would. It's not super like graphically intense or anything. I think it would run fantastic on the PlayStation Five and Xbox, both Series X yeah. and S. Um, and I think Amazon Games would benefit immensely from it not just being on PC. All right. Well, here's my number four. Are you ready for this, Brian? Hit me with it. This is going to be a good one. You're going to like this one. Make my jaw hit the desk. 2019. Uh-oh. No 10 out of 10s. 2020, we had three. Had three. 10 out of 10s. 2021, zero 10 out of 10s. But 2022, we will have three 10 out of 10s again. Three. Okay. What are your three predictions? 10 out of 10s this year. For those 10, or for those three, what are your predictions? If you had to guess. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to predict. If I, I had will. to guess. If I, Go ahead. If you forced me to guess. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Forbidden West, mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild 2, mm-hmm. and one game we don't know about. I think there's possibilities for several 10 out of 10s this year. I do too. I actually think that there's a very strong possibility that we give more than three. Oh, sure. I think Elden Ring is a very strong contender for a 10 out of 10. Very strong contender. I think Horizon but Forbidden West. I, I'm going to be the one that drags it down. Be like, no, Brian. <laughs> Don't give it a 10. I feel like Horizon Forbidden West could be a 10 out of 10. I feel like... <sighs> hmm. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that could happen. There really is. If if Bayonetta I was 3 say, makes Bayonetta this year, 3 could really be 10 out of shot. 10. Breath of the yeah. Wild 2, you already mentioned. I mean, there's several others that I feel like could be close to 10 out of 10s. If Final Fantasy 16 makes it this year, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, um, I don't think Suicide Squad ends up being a 10 out of 10. No, I don't either. Silk Song, if it comes out this year, could be close to a 10 out of 10. Ooh, strong, strong choice there. What about Hogwarts Legacy? Probably not a 10, but there's potential for that to be good. There's actually That's probably not even going to release this year, I'll be honest. I, I hope it does. It's a 2023. I hope it does. But I do, Well, I do too. But you're right. It might be a, a 2023 release. Um, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope could be a very oh, strong contender. Could be great. Yeah, could be Triangle yeah. Strategy. 
I mean, shit. Ooh. <laughs> Gran Turismo 7. I mean, I know it's probably not a 10 from us, but I guarantee it'll get 10 somewhere. So There you go. Three from, three from RPG era this year. I think three is a very low number for this year, based on how strong this year potentially we'll could be. We'll see. My fifth and final, I actually kind of already just gave it away and mentioned it, but I'm talking JRPGs. I fully expect... And, and this is just me saying what I expect to happen. It has nothing to do with Square Enix, my prediction. But I fully expect Square Enix to come out swinging this year with JRPG news and releases from updates and maybe even a November release date on Final Fantasy 16. Obviously, to Forspoken in May. We've got a potential Chrono Cross remastered announcement happening soon. But I think one particular JRPG is going to take everybody by surprise and reign supreme in 2022, much like Tales of Arise did last year. And like I said, it's not a Square Enix game at all. I'm talking about Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which I did just mention, and it arrives later this year. The small amounts we've seen since the project was rebooted after Platinum Games left the development team has been really promising. And of course, Nobuo Uematsu doing the soundtrack certainly doesn't hurt things. I think by the end of the year, it'll be one of the most talked about games to release this year. Not necessarily just JRPGs, but I think it'll be one of the most talked about games to release this year. And will likely be up for several awards come award season, including RPG of the Year. Maybe not Game of the Year, but I wouldn't be surprised for that either. I actually think this game is going to do really well, and I think it is going to bring Grand Blue Fantasy back into a lot of people's minds. Psy Games is going to knock this one out of the park. I really do think so. Well, I will trust your word on that when it happens. You might like it. You actually might like I this might, game. Yeah. Based off everything I've seen, this is a very rooted and traditional JRPG experience. It looks really good. Sure. It looks really fucking good. All right. My final one is that sometime in 2022, we will see a major change in the cryptocurrency industry and how it relates to gaming, especially gambling. There will be some sort of platform or mechanic in which you can use cryptocurrencies, a, a new cryptocurrency, one we maybe haven't heard of yet. You can use these coins, these tokens, in order to play games or to gamble in games or to bet on games or to try to, you know, lottery out some tokens, raffles, things like that. Using these tokens and coins that represent real money and can be used as such but in video games. Will you be able to mine the currency with your consoles? Ooh, no. Okay. Will you be able to purchase NFTs with the currency? <laughs> yes, but only only Chris Pratt NFTs. <laughs> I and this is this is another one that I think is hard to hard to say yes or no when it does happen, but I will say this, if it does happen, we will know it. That's the that's the metric we're going oh, by. Oh yeah. If it happens, we will I mean, that's kind of how we always judge these things, right? Like, I feel like when we talk about it, we'll just know. Like, yeah, that happened. Or, right. yeah, that didn't happen. Right. So, I like it. And I like that our predictions this year weren't so basic. Like, going over the results earlier, you know, from last year, we had a lot of basic predictions last year. Sure. These ones, not so much. I know I took a kind of an easier road talking about some things that have already been announced, but that's why I expanded on them and, and kind of what I think is going to happen with the announcements and with the games as opposed to just, oh, we're going to see, you know, uh, I don't fucking know, actually. I was going to say just some random ass announcement of, of a game, but I honestly don't even know what, what right. could potentially happen. Um, but I'm looking forward to 2022. I think this is going to be yeah, a I really strong year for gaming. And I think it's the start of a, a solid probably two years for the gaming industry. Yeah. I think 2022 yeah. and 2023 are going to be really special. We should see a lot of 
potential 10 out of 10s release over the course of the next two years. And if I'm right, we're going to be even closer to seeing the next Nintendo console come out as well. If you're right, then we won't. <laughs> that's true. So we'll have to see what happens. But that's our predictions. If you have any additional predictions for 2022, looking into your own crystal ball or crystal balls, depending on how you want to look at that. Or blue balls. Or blue balls, sure. I mean, that's definitely a possibility as well, right? Just look right into Just them. look right into them. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> there they are. There's How are they? Uh, you know, it's been a while. Blue as can be. Blue as can be, man. Uh, I'll have a blue. Oh, I was thinking, I'm blue. Dum- okay. Dum- <laughs> I guess that works dum- too. Dum- you know, I just watched a remix. Apple 65? Yeah, dude. I just watched a remix of that song not too long ago. Like a, uh, a synthwave remix. It's really fucking good. That's nice. I like that. If you have predictions for 2022, jump in Discord to let us know in the Max Level Podcast discussion thread. We'll be happy to uh, to hear your predictions. And if they're good, maybe we'll mention them on the show next week. If they're not good, then I'm not going to mention them. Sorry. Get better predictions. Yes. Screw those. <laughs> but next week is what, Brian? Next week is Thunderdome, baby. We don't need another hero. I can't wait, dude. Q1. Me either. 2022 Thunderdome. It's going to be a blast. I've already kind of started putting the, the list together. It's kind of a light list, right? Like Q1 is is not super stacked, but there are some heavy hitters in Q1 really 2022. Hitters, yeah. It'll be myself. It'll be Kyle. It'll be uh, Jexax. We're going to get him involved in Thunderdome nice. for Q1 2022. And maybe, maybe even someone else if we can pull it off. Who knows? We'll figure things out. But I am excited to do Thunderdome. I am excited to move into 2022. And I'm excited to get back to some normalcy with the Max Level podcast as well. Over the last two or three weeks, obviously, we've had very different formatted shows as we typically do come the end of the year. Next week, we'll be bringing everything back. We'll be talking about games that we're playing again. We'll be back with the Sean Waltman lightning round. We'll be back with the new release roulette. Kickstart My Heart will be back. I actually, like I said, I was desperately trying to find something for Kickstart My Heart this week, but there's just nothing on there yet. So all of that should be back next week. But this week, guess what we still have? To close things out, This we still pee-pee. have a little PP to talk about, baby. <laughs> what do you got for us to kick off the new year? As we get out of here for the for the week. What everybody should be listening to as they kick off the new year are the three bonus episodes of the Media Files that we'll be releasing over the course of the coming week. There are bonus episodes, one each of them dedicated to the best of for 2021. Music and songs is the first. Then we'll have video games where yours truly, Brian, will be the co-host on that one. And then we'll be talking uh, television and TV shows as well. So those three bonus episodes, and then we will be back on Friday as well with a regularly scheduled Media Files episode. Sean will be there. Oh my God. And we'll God. be talking about Hawkeye. About time. Yep, we'll be talking about Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. Tune in to the Media Files for all those fun, fun episodes. This episode of the Max Level Podcast has been brought to you by RPGera.com. Please remember to leave us a rating and a review regardless of where you're listening. If you want more of us, check us out on YouTube and Twitch and make sure you're subscribed or following at both places with notifications on. Links to where we can be found on social media as well as to our Discord server and all other important information can be found in the show notes for this episode. We'll be right back.